You are listening to the Boundless Enigma Podcast with Sam Zins and Ryan Mulkentine. On this podcast, we dive into the mind, reality, and existence itself to provide you with boundless ideas and insights. I I had something in mind that I wanted to talk to talk about off the bat. So mm-hmm. on a previous podcast, uh, which um, Brian was on a vacation, and uh, we mm-hmm. were talking about how um, you know, just because he's on vacation doesn't mean that it's all, you know, roses and, you know, flowers, you know, it's not, it's not going to be mm-hmm. perfect. Like the expectation might be, you know, we, we go into vacations thinking, oh, well, this is gonna be the time of my life, you know, I'm gonna be I'm going with my girlfriend or family or whatever it may be, you know, we're gonna have a great time, you know, but then the reality of the situation is, is that it's still part of life and things can go wrong, you know, anything can go wrong. Or even not 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 just wrong, but just you know, you could be having a bad time for whatever mm-hmm. reason, um, and not a totally bad time, but just bad moments, you know. And um, so, anyways, I was just on a vacation this past week, and uh, I was with my dad, his girlfriend, and my my girlfriend, and um, we we're camping. And, um, you know, the expectation of camping on, you know, uh, a lake is, is, oh, it's going to be sunny out. It's going to be awesome. We're going to go, you know, sunbathe. We're going to kayak. We're going to tube, you know, jump in the water. All these things, all these great things. But the reality of the situation is that <laughs> right as we got there, it started pouring down raining and it poured down raining for the next two days after that. So three out of our, uh, seven days we were there it was raining heavily and then like another two of those days it was like pretty cloudy so it wasn't even you know you couldn't even go into the water uh finally the last day it was nice but nonetheless uh i wanted to talk about the expectations you know i i feel like i i saw a lot of things going on on this trip you know i mean and i think us talking about your vacation and your situation the week prior kind of helped me um recognizing these things better uh, which I thought was kind of cool how it kind of yeah. lined up like that, you know, it, it kind of like set me up for success in, in this situation, I feel like, you know, because like, I've, I'm never a Debbie Downer type of person, you know, like, even if it was raining, and we didn't have that conversation, I probably would have been like, trying to have fun of some sort. But I feel like I would have felt a lot of pressure to help my girlfriend feel like she's having a good time, you know, because it's like, I took her on this trip, you know, so it's like, it almost felt like a responsibility for me to ha- help her have a good time. And then in turn, my dad and his girlfriend probably felt like it was their, their, uh, you know, job to help us have a good time, you know, cause the, it, it was them that set the trip up, brought the camper and all these things. So, yeah, you know, a lot going on, it, it felt like, um, and yeah. And, you know, my, my, my dad just was very frustrated about the weather and it was very obvious that he was very, very impatient and wanted the, wanted the sun to come out, you know, he wanted to swim and all these yeah. things, you know, but the reality of the situation was that that wasn't going to happen, at least not that day or the mm-hmm. day after that or the day, you know what I mean? Like, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I was just talking to Ryan about this. So instead of, you know, falling into this, like, trap trap of expectation uh, and wanting this the sun to come out why don't i figure out ways to enjoy this vacation yeah. with what i do have so yeah dang yeah expectation i feel like is such a huge thing it's it's almost like the basis of what the buddha what buddha taught like he taught yeah. non-attachment and mm-hmm. your expectation of having a vacation that's like 
it's going to be great. It's going to be sunny and nice. And oh, vacation means you have this like image that pops up. And then that image that you expect, you're now attached to. You're now attached to that dream image happening. And when it doesn't happen, then you inevitably, because you were attached to it happening, and then it doesn't happen, then you suffer because of that. Mm -hmm. And dude, I see that all the time in my life. And I, I, like we talked about it last podcast about when I was on vacation, I had the exact same thing happen. Like I was going mm-hmm. to the tropical paradise. Like it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's like part of the time it was great. Part of the time, you know, it was kind of sucky because it was a totally different place and we had to get our footing. So, yeah. but when you're in it, it it's like, it's hard to like let go and get out of that mindset because mm-hmm. it really, it feels the emotions can be really strong about it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And whenever there's like a really strong emotional charge there, like in relation to whatever you're expecting, then it's like it's hard to let that go the stronger the emotions are around it. So absolutely, that's, I struggled with that. And it, it's not something like easily overcame. Like it, it took a while to like relax and allow things to unfold how they're unfolding even if it wasn't Mm -hmm. how i wanted it to unfold absolutely absolutely you figured out how to cope with the uh uh, turn of events sort of thing you know or not not even turn of events but just turn of expectations you know you you had to adjust to the expectations that you already had right you know and, and instead of you know keep falling into them you you decided to it sounds like you decided to you know work your way out of them so to speak yeah and and accept it for what it was because you know why not and expectations are not it's like the reality of the situation is the reality of the situation yeah you know nature is not going to change the Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you in your mindset is the thing that's going to have to change because at some point you have you can't force a situation to happen you can't force the vacation to be amazing or something or like how you can't force it to be sunny every day so at some point it's like you you gotta just surrender to it yeah yeah and, and it, it's such a paradox because when you surrender to it to those expectations then all of a sudden it opens you up to being able to figure out ways to actually enjoy it you know it, it's, yeah. it sounds so backwards because it's like you'd think that trying to trying super hard, you know, to to fulfill the expectations and everything, you, you would think that that would eventually work in in whatnot, but it doesn't always work that way. And sometimes, you know, especially when it comes to the weather in my my situation with the rain, yeah. you know, the, you just simply can't do anything about that. So you might as well right. allow it to happen. And you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. Maybe it will be sunny tomorrow. Yeah. And we can go out in the lake, but maybe not. And may- maybe we're gonna have to figure out something to do other than swimming. You know? Yeah. How do you, um? How do like you and your girlfriend and your dad and his girlfriend like? How? What's that? Do you guys get along? Like, what's that like? What do you? What's yeah, going on yeah, there? We, de- we definitely all get along. Um, it it, it is interesting. Uh, actually, my girlfriend was talking to me about that. She was like, she's like, you know, when I talk to your dad's girlfriend, it's it's kind of weird because you know she's not really your mom. So I don't feel like I need to make a certain type of impression on her, but I also recognize that she's like a somewhat type of parent figure in your life. So I also, I do want to make some kind of impression. So it's like, yeah, it's a weird situation there, but you know, she doesn't like gray area, about it, but yeah, it's a gray area for her. It's because it, I, I definitely can relate to that. You know I mean? Meeting her parents for the first time. It's like, it's like, Oh God, like I got to make this impression. I got to come off as 
uh like being a nice person i don't want to be you know you know and like it's it's me trying to fulfill like these expectations almost you know it's like yeah. it's like what what i what i think her parents would want in in me is what i'm trying to fulfill you know so it's it's kind of right. uh, silly looking back on it but obviously it's just you know that's just how things work especially when yeah meeting a girlfriend's family for the first time it can be kind of intimidating but you yeah. know where did where'd you guys go uh, it's it's called Barren River Lake. It's uh it's in Kentucky. It's like it's like four nice. hours from from here. So sweet, yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice it's a nice little area when it, when it's not raining super hard. But yeah, <laughs> uh, even that no, it's it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. But uh, but no, uh, you know I um you know and I am actually going to be going uh out of town to Florida in a couple weeks here. So it's nice. kind of like getting the best of both worlds, getting the getting the peace of the river river lake, and then getting all the action of the beach, you know. Yeah. So nice, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I like the the kind of hustle and bustle of of Grenada, like that little tropical island mm-hmm. that I went to uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, and like the city and the little neighborhoods. But what I loved the most about it was going out of the city and way into the rainforest and like jumping into the waterfalls and stuff. Mm. Oh, that's the piece awesome. of that. The piece yeah. just always outweighs the hustle and bustle for me. I feel oh, like. absolutely. I definitely can agree with that. You know, I mean, I find myself even in situations where, you know, I might be in Florida and it's all hustle bustle over there. I, I find myself, you know, going back to the condo before everybody else does just so I can relax for a little bit, you know? And it's, yeah. it's, it's, and that, that was like my, like your version of the rainforest. It's just like a getaway from all yeah. the hectic chaos that's going on. And uh, yeah, it, it's so nice. It feels good to, to relax. Definitely. Yeah. That's our, like, that's our introverted natures. I think we, yeah. we top out on socializing <laughs> earlier than most people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, because after a while, um, you know, for me, socializing for a while, it just, uh, it, it, it like causes me to just feel very bland, you know, like, cause like, I don't, I, cause like, I know that I'm yeah. not putting my, I'm not, I know I'm not putting my best version <laughs> out there. And it's just like, I, I don't want to just be feeding you BS that I don't really care about, you know, bro. I totally resonate with that. It's like, like it's like for the first like hour of like meeting someone new, it's like I can give yeah. them my my full energy where I'm like yeah. spunky and like fully like giving them my yeah. myself. And after that yeah. hour, I'm like, I don't know what happens, but there's a moment where like it just shifts where I start going into fake mode, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I remember uh, like I, one time when I was at your house, I, I remember like telling you, I was like, I was like, you seem pretty tired. Are you tired? And you're like, yeah, to be honest, I'm pretty tired. I was like, I was like, okay, that's fine now. And then I was like, I'll, I'll yeah. be in a few minutes, you know, and like, right. you know, but like, that's what communication does. You know, you, you learn how Dude. other people function, you know, and there's nothing wrong with how you function. It's just how you yeah. function. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people can, it's hard to voice that sometimes though because not not everyone understands it and so they might become like they might get offended when you say something like that like they feel like oh like am i like boring like am i doing something wrong when it's really just like a mismatch in like energy levels really yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely you know i'm drawing a little bit of a comparison in my mind right now uh my girlfriend and i were talking about something and i forget what exactly she was doing but she kept doing something 
And it turns out that I was just worn out and I didn't want to do something. <laughs> but she she thought that she was being like uh, boring of, or, or I don't even remember exactly what it was. But nonetheless, the the whole general she took just credit um, for like why you were feeling a certain way. Yeah, exactly. And that, but then once we talked about, it, she was like, "Oh, okay, that's what that was about." So like now she knows in the future, like if I start acting like that, like it's not it's nothing you did or anything like that. It's just I'm just out of energy. I don't really want to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know, definitely, that communication is so important, and it's um, it can feel hard at times, but like. Really, it's not yeah. hard. You just have to just literally say how you're feeling. You know, it, but that goes back to expectations because if you mm-hmm. expect somebody to be like always content with like being with you and like nothing's going to agitate you, then it's like when you communicate that you're feeling like upset about something or like agitated about something or you want something to change, then when you are, are the person receiving that comment, it can it can hurt because you expect because you want things to kind of like be a certain way to be Mm -hmm. like happy and peaceful and so like the truth of the communication can sometimes be painful for the part for at least in my case like with my girlfriend like she's first of all she's she's very sensitive girl Mm -hmm. and like that's like a con and a pro because she's sensitive and can be hurt easily but she's also super emotionally intelligent and can read people so easily But the con of that is that communication can be painful to her because the truth is counter to her like desire of how things, how she wants things to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and I, that's funny you say that because I think that's what my girlfriend and I just discovered is that we're kind of both in that same boat of, of what you were just talking about where it's like, it it feels painful, but like, I, I think we kind of both came to this realization that it's, it's not painful unless you kind of like take it that way, I guess, you know, and, and, and yeah. it's easier said than done. Cause I mean, I have not, I'm still like that to, to some degree. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like communicating about that. The fact that that's how it is kind of helps to draw out the situation and, and, and be like, you know what? It doesn't need to be like that. I don't know. Definitely. Uh, it's kind of hard the sooner that you can flow with the truth yeah rather than yeah. you know like i think like getting kind of getting upset about the truth is like a, as a first resistant reaction to the truth and maybe it's like you need to be upset to like purge that out so then you can then see things from the truthful perspective you know what i mean yeah it's like you need yeah if you have resistance to it maybe you need to cry it out and then once yeah. that's gone then you can see things truthfully how how the situation is like if you if something about my girlfriend was agitating me and i'd say something and that would make her feel mm-hmm. upset so then she cries and that's the resistance that she's burning yeah. through the resistance and then yeah. when she's done with that then we can come together and ca- talk about it absolutely you know? absolutely you know something i was saying the other day is that like <clears throat> you you know, at times it feels like we break through doors, you know, and then like, the, like you're the situation you were just talking about, like her crying through it, that might be like breaking through a door. Cause it's like, it's like, it feels really hard, but then yeah. you can, like in some, some situations, it's like you walk through the door and then some situations like, like a conversation like we're having right now, it's like it, we're just gliding through air. It's just, there's no, there's nothing right. being broken. It's just, it's just 
this is what it is. And, you know, and I think metaphorically, we could be breaking through doors, but true. It doesn't feel like we're actually breaking through doors, you know? There's something like almost like violent to like breaking through a door where like you're forcing the truth to be seen. Yeah. Even if it's like, you know, there's going to be some resistance, like, you know, there's resistance and it's going to be uncomfortable. And yet you are forcing the truth out anyway. And Mm -hmm. that, I mean, some people respond really well to that, but some people can't handle that. You need to go slow, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just all about communicating with the person and, and also just reading them as, as a person to know like how they like how they deal with things and how you can better help them deal with things, you know, kind of like what I was saying uh, a a minute ago about how like my girlfriend figured out or found out that I was just not feeling it. You know, now I know how to communicate to her that I'm just not feeling it. It's not, it's not, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be me being like silent or it doesn't need to be me like turning a cold shoulder or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm allowed to tell her I don't like, I don't, I don't want that right now. You know? Yeah. Like when you say like, do you mean like, when you're like libido is like low, I'm not talking about that. Although I well, I'll I'll, I'll give the 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 instance. Actually, it was you know. I mean, also, this is our that. podcast. Like you know, we can we can yeah. say whatever we want. There's no like yeah yeah restriction. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? I I just you know I, was I just, don't care. No, it's it's not it's not about uh, having sex or anything like that. It was more it was about I think um uh like like sh- so I'm a touchy person and she also is a touchy person but she's more touchy than i am mm-hmm. and so you know there will be times where like she'll want a hug or a kiss or something like that and i just won't feel like it and it's it's not like it's not like you yeah. get away from me it's just like i don't even want to like it it feels wrong for me to actually give you a kiss right now because it's just it, i don't i don't feel it you know what i mean i don't know yeah there's but none, none, yeah it's just not there right now. And uh, nonetheless, you know, like instead of like turning a cold shoulder or, you know, or, or not, not, I don't, I don't ever just, I don't actually ever do a cold shoulder. I'm, like, I'm not like, of, I'm not like, <laughs> but, but like, like obviously a, like, like you're hesitant. not ignoring her. Yeah. It's like when you say like turning the cold shoulder, like just kind of staying silent, like you mean like when you're feeling a certain way where you're not very touchy, you're yeah. instead of like just ignoring her, which and then she's confused about the situation about like what's going on. Yeah. Instead, like communicating, like I feel kind of like neutral and numb right now. And I'm not. I can't. And that's why it, I'm. I don't feel very touchy. So exactly. it's not you. I'm just feeling this way. Exactly. Exactly. And that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and and just like communicating with her about that, and and so you know, in future situations where something like that might happen, I can just say, Yeah. Hey. I love you. It's nothing personal, but I'm just not feeling it right now. You know, it's, that's it. You know, it's like, there's nothing more or less to it. That's, that's it right there. You know? Yeah. And I think one of the most, so much better for both people. But what were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say that one of like the most important, like lessons that I've learned to communicate with my girlfriend is saying the phrase, um, like, it's not you. This is me. Like, taking mm-hmm. responsibility for kind of, like, what's going yeah. on and how I'm feeling. Yeah. So that she... Because she's so likely to take up the fault of, of how I'm feeling or, like, what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the claiming my own emotions so that she doesn't feel like she's causing them or, like, triggering me or anything like that right. is, like, super important because 
she's very sensitive and and does take fault a lot of times and she'll like say like oh i'm sorry about this and yeah. I, and, and i think like one of the best diffusing words to keep her like happy and like knowing that she is doing fine and that it's really mm-hmm. just me is it's letting her know like yeah. i'm feeling this way and it's me it's not you i love yeah. you this is this is how i'm feeling and i claim that you know yeah a- absolutely yeah claiming that and and, and and as the person who's claiming it like you know that like you don't mind claiming it because it's like uh, there's no like nothing wrong with the entire situation so why not claim it sort of thing because yeah. it's like you know and then that gives them the peace of mind of knowing like oh it's nothing i did it's just they're not feeling it right now and that's all there mm-hmm. is to it you know and and then yeah. boom, we can both carry on with our days and do whatever we're doing and instead of you know playing this like like tele telepath mind game with each other like oh, like yeah being quiet and it's just like oh what's 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 he thinking and then like, yeah what's she thinking you know what i mean it's trying like trying to yeah. like guess yeah yeah and because like that guessing you know is, is like assuming and and you know like <laughs> makes an ass out of you and me you know like that sort of thing it's like there it's that's what it does yeah because it's never it's never really right yeah definitely dude people i people will kind of like act out in a way if they feel hurt they won't just say oh you hurt me i'm feeling hurt by this they'll if someone who's unhealthy will will instead like try to get you to figure out that they're upset and that you hurt them by acting out and being kind of cold and mean about different things yeah instead of just saying the (laughs) that they that they are hurt by you and i think like that's that's like the the mind game of trying to get them to mm-hmm. understand it because it's hard to just like come out and say it because that's like yeah. that's the break that's breaking through doors versus slowly opening the door you know what i mean yeah yeah it's hard absolutely. for some people to break through especially someone who's very emotional and sensitive yeah so abs- absolutely yeah and and i think that's what what the what I was getting at with, you know, breaking through the doors is, is, is like, I'm trying to move on from breaking through doors and I'm trying to move on from even walking through the doorway and, and getting to this state, this third stage of just being able to float and just not have any of that. There's and, no doors anymore. You just, yeah, there's no continuously, doors. You, just, you just continuously do it. And you don't think about breaking through a door. You just do it. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. Effortless. It's, it's, yeah, it's effortless. You know, you don't have to worry about, oh, is this, are they going to break up with me or are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? You know, it's, it just turns into, yeah. you know, I trust them. They trust me and we know we'll figure yeah. things out. You know, we're both humans and we're, you know, considerate of each other. So why don't we just talk about things, you know, and that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. It definitely takes a lot of time and trust to like, it takes time mm-hmm. for that trust to build up. And there has to be kind of like some suffering and like resistance and like conflicts for you to then get to a space where you guys trust and respect each other enough for that flow to be mm-hmm. more easily like available, you know, that for that flow to be easier to, to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. That flow is, it, it can be really hard to find at times, you know, I mean, as I was talking about a little bit ago, I had a situation where I wasn't in that flow, you know, and and looking back, it's obvious what to do, you know, like, why would I not just tell her like, Hey, I'm not feeling it right now. Like, that's it. That's all I had to do. 
but you know, it's like this, it's like almost like this ego game of like, I don't want to, uh, I don't, or not, not an ego thing. Cause I guess, I guess for some people it could be an ego thing, but I guess my situation, it doesn't feel like an ego thing for me. Well, but then again, it does. Cause that's showing vulnerability There's, on my behalf. What is that? There, there is this kind of thing that like, when you feel like you've been hurt by someone, you feel like they should automatically know that they've hurt you. Like yeah. there's like a righteous, you have a righteousness to like, I am in the right here, you're in the wrong, and you should, yeah. it was so obvious to me, and it hurt me so much, that I feel like, how do you not know that you yeah. hurt me? And so then, yeah. you you feel like you shouldn't have to come come out and say, you hurt me, because to you, it felt so hurtful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, I, I can, I catch myself doing that from time to time, you know, um, as somebody who I, who I feel like I, I try my hardest to be a good person and, and try to recognize when I hurt people, you know, obviously I'm sure there's plenty of times where I haven't, and somebody probably was, had that righteousness towards me, you know, and that's, that's valid because it's, it, you know, I, I hurt them in some way, you know, and, um, you know, I'm not saying it's completely my fault because like, it would be nice for somebody to tell me if I hurt them, but at the end of the day, I hurt them. So, you know. I'd understand yeah. that, you know, it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, it, it, I think vulnerability is something that I'm, I'm learning a lot about right now in my life because I feel like I I'm vulnerable in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways I'm also not vulnerable. So I think I'm, I'm just learning right now about it more and more as I go and um, yeah. you know, seeing where, what happens with it. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I think like wherever there's a little bit of fear, then that then that's your cue that you can learn to be more vulnerable in that space. Mm. Yeah. If there's any absolutely like specifically with like I notice with like social situations with like a friend who or maybe more like an acquaintance or like someone that you're friendly with, but you're not like best friends mm-hmm. with them. It's hard sometimes I find uh, the fear of like not wanting to come off too strong. Because you yeah. want to kind of stay in good graces with that person and not like kind of push them away. Mm-hmm. And so like there's that fear. But what would happen if you really did just kind of like the next time you see that person on the street, you stop for like five minutes and really open up about like what's going on with each other. Like I bet that would make things so much that that relationship would be deeper because of that, even though yeah. there's and the initial fear of being pushed away or, you know, de. de- of ruining that relationship somehow by being yeah. vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. Vulnerability definitely deepens relationships because, because I think vulnerability in essence is just the breaking down of these, these artificial barriers all around the relationship. So sort of thing, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't need to act like I never, uh, I never get angry or never get sad or uh, never experience yeah. bad emotions or negative emotions, you know, like, it's breaking that down and just accepting the fact and showing the other person like, Hey, I'm human too. You know, like not only am I allowed to feel that, but you're allowed to feel that, you know, and that's what being vulnerable, vulnerable can do for a relationship is it allows both parties to understand like, Hey, like it's okay to be, feel a certain way. You know, I also feel that those that way at times, you know? Yeah. And and instead of acting like it's not there. Yeah. People act like it's not there because they want other people to think that they're like, that they have it together and that they 
are like higher in the social structure because they have things kind of better because they want because mm-hmm. people at the end of the day want more power over other people so that they can be able to have friends and status and you know what i mean yeah and so it's like that's why that's where this fakeness comes from is this like fear of like losing your mm. social status in a way because that yeah because with the social yeah. status if you if you are high in the social hierarchy then everybody wants to be your friend right everyone wants to know you yeah. everyone wants to kind of like hang out with you connect with you because then you you know all these other people and so that i think like part of that fear of vulnerability is like fearing losing that like they they yeah. want to to appear kind of higher up on the social status mm-hmm. but as we were saying earlier it's counterintuitive because when you are vulnerable then you actually are forming more relationships and you actually probably are going higher up the social hierarchy yeah. by being vulnerable anyways yeah you know? absolutely absolutely you know i when when i hear you talk about this one person comes to mind um do you, do you know who mike posner is he, uh did, is saying, he dead no 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 um he he's saying i took a pill in ibiza and he also sang cooler than me oh, i don't know okay, if you yeah. heard either of those so not, I nonetheless like i like ibiza yeah no this the so basically i think those songs represent a lot to him because cooler than me he wrote before he took a long retreat and literally traveled uh biked across america and and he like uh, scaled Mount Everest and all this. And Whoa. then I took a pill in Ibiza is after he did all that. And he realized that he doesn't need to be this artificial person sort of thing. Uh, Cause like he took a pill in Ibiza with somebody because he wanted to be part of like the, the, the click, so to speak, you know? And so mm-hmm. anyways, what I'm getting at is he, he used to be this guy. He was all about the money, getting the girls, all these things. And then he took this retreat and then became this completely almost opposite version of that, where he's like this, this monk esque guy who, you know, is talking about how, how important life is and all these things and how like, you know, you can't take things for granted and all this. So, you know, it, and I, I noticed with myself, like I already liked his music, but then I started liking it more because I was like, oh, wow, like this guy's really authentic. Like he's being very vulnerable by saying I was, you know, uh, a, a young kid who was caught up in the money and drugs and everything, you know, and now yeah. I'm this person that understands that that's not what life is all about. So being right. vulnerable, like allowed him to not only feel better, but probably gain a lot of people's interest because it's like, wow, this guy's like being yeah. he, he, like, I already thought he was cool. And then all, all of a sudden he is here being super authentic about how he wasn't actually yeah. cool, you know? Yeah. I feel like the wisest people aren't the ones that like are like the proclaimed internet gurus or like the people that like want to be seen as like the mentors of, of whatever, like the someone, some YouTuber who has 500,000 subscribers who teaches the world about his philosophy or whatever. No, I think, I think the the realest people are are ones that don't ha- don't even have like a following. They're just the people that are like living their life very humanly and like down to earth. Mm-hmm. And they 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 own their they're very humble. They own their humanness and they don't put themselves above other people. They're kind of like, yeah, I'm just like 
like I struggle just like everyone else does. And I'm not yeah. going to pretend like I don't, you know, that yeah. those are the people that I love having conversations with. You know what I mean? But everyone, everyone wants to talk yeah. to the internet guru because he's the master. Yeah. But you know, yeah. at the end of the day, the person that's going to have the most wisdom is probably the person right next to you. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's awesome because I don't care who you're next to. It could be literally anyone. If you can talk to them, about things you'll probably discover that they actually are pretty in touch with more things than you might think they are you know even the people who you might think are the most emotionally dumb uh just stupid just dumb people you know like people you yeah. might think are dumb like i bet you if you talk to them about things they would have some good pieces of wisdom for you and yeah. uh that they use in their own life you know and it's kind of crazy to think yeah. that you know people think that they're better than others when in reality it's like, no, we all have our own things that we're, we're working on and I know. Uh, are good. Better at. is so subjective. It is. It really you is. Know? Yeah. So yeah, it, it is. What do you, maybe if you believe that having a lot of money, having a business, being attractive, having mm -hmm. a girlfriend, doing lots of things with your life. If you think that's what, is best then the internet guru who's making millions of dollars on youtube is the best he's better than everybody but yeah. if you are somebody that believes in that the best thing about a person is their ability to love and enjoy yeah. life and access peace then that yeah. guy is probably way down on the totem pole you know yeah yeah like that youtuber Absolutely. right yeah no, I mean, I, I think Sam Harris had a great, great point on this. He he said something like, like somebody asked him who, who who would he want to be president, and he was like, the person who I would want to be president wouldn't want to be president, you know. So it's like that's the kind of thing. It's like the person who you probably look like who 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 you could look up to the most is the person yeah. who doesn't want to be looked up to the most, you know, because it's like yeah. they 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 know their worth they know what they do and they don't they don't need anybody to see it they just do it you know it's like it's like random acts yeah. of kindness you know that's the best kind of kindness is just random acts it's just you don't it doesn't matter if people see it or not you just do it that's like uh that's like a an old proverb not a proverb it's like that's a very old piece of wisdom that like the greatest leaders are always the ones that want to do it the least yeah yeah <laughs> which is exactly. terrible but yeah. But then we always end up with the leaders that are fighting for the position instead of the ones yeah. that don't want it, you know, yeah, the ones that, that do it out of that they are needed. And so yeah. they sacrifice their desire to then fulfill that position. Like those yeah. are the people that's going to do the best job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I find it funny because like I'm, I'm not claiming to be one of these people that's like, uh, you know, like you were saying, like at the bottom of the totem pole, like, but super down to earth. Like, I'm not claiming to be yeah. that type of person, but you know, I've, I, I noticed like in school and whatnot, there was always like the people who wanted to be leaders and whatnot. And that's, that's cool and all, but I, I just was never like that. And I always felt like, like I'd, I'd see things going on. I was like, dang, I feel, I feel like I'm a little more qualified than them, but, but I'm yeah. not going to do, I'm not going to say anything about it. Cause I don't really, I don't really want to do that. You know, like that's just yeah. not for me. So it's like, behind it's kind every, of behind every great leader, you know, you have the behind the scenes people that actually allow for, for him to be the great leader, you know? Yeah. And honestly, I've, I resonate with that, those people, because I feel like I've, I've kind of enjoyed getting good at something 
and but I never get good enough to be like amazing at at it. Yeah, I'm I'm good at getting good at things, but I'm not good at getting the best at something. Same so, like, here. I, I can relate to that a lot. <laughs> so I I'm not. Relate. I, yeah, sorry. It's it's definitely it's a skill of mine to get good but not great at something. Yeah, <laughs> but so I, there's kind of a joy in like being like well known within your little sphere for for like your help in the mm-hmm. the, the the team the project or whatever even if everyone else doesn't if everyone else knows the leader of the team but you're the you're really good at helping that team you almost know kind of saying mm-hmm. it's like yeah there is a joy in being the silent effective person oh absolutely that's, that's like my favorite thing ever you know i mean at work I, you know, uh, it's such a minor example, but, you know, I, I'll be doing my job and I'm supposed to be having somebody help me, but most nights nobody is helping, but I'm quiet yeah. and I do my job. I do it very well. And I don't have a problem. Like, I like it. I like to be alone, to be honest over there. I just like to do my mm-hmm. own thing. I don't really want anybody to help me, but it's, it is, it's such a joy to be able to like do it. And I know I'm doing it with less people than is like required, you know? So it's like, it's like this, it's like this joy of being able to do something, but not really get noticed for it. Cause it's like, I don't know. I, it's just nice to do. I don't really like care to get noticed for it. I just like to do it. There's, you know, and not, I'm not saying I don't notice at all, but yeah, there's a power, there's a silent power in, in, in that position because it's like the it's like the the badass story of the underappreciated employee who at some point gets fed up. He quits, and they're like, "Yeah, oh shit, we did not realize how crucial he was to yeah. what we were doing." And Absolutely. you know, you got the power. You you got the power, even if you they don't know. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's funny, nice. funny enough. Um, but before we got on here, I was watching a video. Um, have you ever have you seen Doctor K on YouTube by chance? Mm-mm. He's a psychiatrist. Anyways, he does a lot of videos um, just on whatever, psychology, psychiatry, whatever. And I was just watching a video about how, uh, you know, he, he was he was training to be a monk for a while. And uh, and he, one of his uh, I forget who the guy was, nonetheless, like gave him this mantra. And he was like, don't tell anybody about this mantra. Like, you have to keep this to yourself. And that's the only way this mantra is going to work for you. If you keep this to yourself and never tell anyone about it. And this whole video was basically him talking about how in order like to get good at things, it, instead of like going out and telling all these people about it and like posting on social media, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do instead of doing that, just do it. Be silent about it. Just do it yourself, you know? And obviously you can ask questions and, and it's not like you can't, right. can't talk to people, but be yeah. aware of what you're doing when you do talk to people is that it, it's right. like it, when you talk to people about it, it drains some of that energy and motivation out of you when you do that. And it's it, yeah. cause like, it gives you that instant gratification of somebody being right. proud of you or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you feel like then you lose the motivation for it. Yeah. And I would say don't, don't do something and hold off that gratification so that you can get that from them later on. Like that's still a trap. Like like saying, talking about what you're going to do. So they'll be proud of you. Isn't good, but then keeping it to yourself and growing whatever it is you're doing to then show people and prove them wrong later, I think is also Mm -hmm. not good. I I think you got to, you got to do the thing that you enjoy 
doing for yourself, no matter what, like, mm-hmm. don't, don't do the business. Don't, don't create a business so that you can tell people that you're doing this business so they can be proud of you. And you're like, Oh, I feel good about yeah. myself. And then they see you're like, Oh, he's doing a business. Good for him. Mm-hmm. But also don't create the business and don't tell anyone so that later on, if it's successful, then you can rub it in their <laughs> face so that you feel good. No, no, no. Yeah. Do the business because you feel like you feel called to do this business so that you can help people and feel good yeah. about your life. Like it yeah. should be for you. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and helping wear it out. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to make money along the way or maybe, or maybe not, you know, who knows, but nonetheless, like it's, yeah, it's just this, it's, it's, uh, it's just all about keeping your head down and grinding on it sort of thing, you know? And, and that, and that, when I say that, that I feel like that almost implies that it can't be fun, but it can be fun if you just do something that you really like to do, you know, like you got to actually love it. Um, but yeah. Hmm. I remember you were saying, uh, to switch gears here, I remember like a few weeks ago, you were saying you were feeling like really driven. Yeah. And you're like working and pushing uh-huh. and especially in the gym. How do yeah. you, do you, how do you feel? Is that energy still <laughs> going or what do you think? Nope. It's not at all. <laughs> uh, no, I no. I've funny enough. I, I have been thinking about it, but I have not, no, I have not as driven as I used to be. Uh, and yeah. I mean, obviously not completely due to this, but going on vacation last week, I feel like really like through was a curveball for me in terms of my, uh, my goals, because it's like, I don't know. It's like, when do you find the time to do these things on a vacation? You know, it's like, it's like, I want to enjoy myself, but I also want to do that. You know, it's, it's just, it's this whole thing. And I, I feel like I could manage things better in that regard, but, um, nonetheless, yeah, I, I think that I'm not as driven by it. And I would say it's probably in part due to what 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 I was what we were just talking about in, in terms of, you know, just not, instead of just going there and doing it, you know, going around talking about it and like, you know, uh, journaling about it and all these things and not not that journaling is bad, but, you know, you got to journal and then read it back. You know, you can't just write it down. I mean, I mean, you can, but it, it's going to only you know, implement into your life when, when you go back and read about it, you know, because yeah. then you, then it's like, Oh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying here. You know, it's not like just jotting it down on paper and then closing it back. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, dude, I find that that energy that like drive, sometimes it hits you and it's so intense and you're like, Oh, like I just have this internal fire <laughs> that I got to go do, so, do this thing. Yeah. And then, it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes yep. and it comes and it goes. Yeah. And, and you, you know, know? I, I, I think when I, when I was talking about uh, working out, I think I said something like not being worried about like doing it like every single day. And even if you don't do it every single day, like say you miss a month straight of working out, just go in that, that, that next month and just do it. You know, there's no, you didn't lose anything, you know? So, and I think that's part of, of just putting your head down and doing it. It's just not being worried about the accomplishments or goals part of it. And just, and just doing it. You don't have, like, just do it, do it. Cause it makes you yeah. feel good. You know, you Dude. don't do it. Be, don't do it because you want the gains to show off at the beach mm-hmm. or anything like that. Just, just do it. Do right. it because it feels good. Do it because it feels good. Do it because it's good for your body and you want to be happy. 
you know, yeah. the, I, I think Aristotle, I think he had his philosophy behind happiness was anything that you do for something else. Like if, if you, it's, mm. if you're doing something as a means to an end to get or have something, then mm-hmm. that will not cause, ha- it won't be, it won't give you happiness. It's yeah. the thing that you are doing for the sake of itself that is, that will make you happy. What, what are the things that you feel called to do for no reason? Because it yeah. feels good. <laughs> like that is what's going to produce happiness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and that goes back to like loving the process and not, and, and, and not doing it for the end goal. You know, I, I think I've, yeah. I've heard, ever since I've like journaled the term love the process, I've heard like so many people who have made it to different places just saying like, man, I just love every part of the process that it took to get here, you know? And it's like, and it clicks with me every time I'm like, okay, so this is like, it's very legit. Like if you just love the process and just enjoy every single part of it, then you'll get to where you want to be. You know, it, 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 it might take time and you know, maybe, maybe you won't get there. Maybe you won't get there, but nonetheless, you're going to have a better chance of getting to where you want to be. If you just learn how to love the process and just do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can have, you can have, I guess you can have the goal. You can have the end that you want to get to, mm-hmm. but can you at the same time be doing the thing for the sake of itself? Exactly. Like exactly. Our podcast. We know we want it to grow. We want to get more listeners. We want to get a thousand listeners or something. And yeah. that's you know, that's something that we would yeah, we want that. But at the same yeah. time, it's like the process of just like having a conversation with you and our guests is yeah. like enjoyable for itself. And and if our podcast fails forever yeah. and it, we just don't get any listeners <laughs> i i would die happy because i still Same. this presides so much value in, for me just just by I, talking exactly exactly every every part of it you know? you know showing up talking and then after we're done recording we make a thumbnail a title whatever and then you you know you cut it up and post it you know like yeah. that that whole process like loving that and and not expecting having these expectations of goals of hitting those a thousand subscribers or whatever it might be, you know, and just doing it just, just to do it because we enjoy it, you know, and there's nothing, there's no trick behind it. It's just, that's what it is, you know? And, and I think that's where, you know, that authentic authenticness, you know, from, from that can come from, which people will potentially eventually see and and then boom then we'll get where we want to be but we didn't get there by by like saying like don't we get to a thousand yeah don't get attached to the to the goal you know yeah and and if you hit the goal it's like ah yeah awesome like that's 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 the cherry on top That's a bonus yeah it's a bonus (laughs) yeah exactly but it doesn't doesn't really it's not why we do this you know exactly exactly it's yeah, I, I yeah, just having the right why, I guess, you know, it's like, yeah. it's because we like yeah. talking to each other and it's fun to have guests on here and everything, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's just a fun time. So if you're a listener of the Balanced Enigma podcast and you'd like to be a guest <laughs> on our next episode, please uh, reach out to us and, uh, you know, honestly, love to have you on. Let's, uh, let's yeah, chat. literally anybody. Seriously. Could, I, I don't care who you are. Let's. Yes. This is a 
We're going to brand this as a subscriber <laughs> bonus. If you're subscribed and you reach out to us, you might just get chosen to be a guest <laughs> on the Boundless Enigma podcast. You might get chosen, but be careful. We do have a line. <laughs> it's true. Now, you might you might be the only person to ask us, but you know... <laughs> there could be someone else that could ask yeah. before you. Yeah, so ask, so ask now. <laughs> Make sure ask now before the opportunity is gone. Because <laughs> I'm sure that there's somebody listening right now that's just about to comment. So comment now. They're dying to get on this. <laughs> oh my dying. gosh. Wow. I've We've already got three listeners uh, and we haven't even posted this yet. How do they know? But they're coming on next week. <laughs> Man, growing growing like a weed out here, man. We're gonna hit one K and Oh my god. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> yeah, next next episode, this will be our full time job. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us. We'll be in a studio, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, on a real note though, at at some point though, um when we're in town together, that it would be awesome to do an in person yes. podcast. That'd be really cool. So. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> also, it looks like we have 167 all-time plays. That's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. I'll just, just keep coming if we keep posting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Easy as that. Yeah. Well. Well. I say we wrap it. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh no, I don't have anything else. But uh, just thank you if you're listening. Um, you got any last mm-hmm. words? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I wish I had I, I, something. <laughs> after talking for forty forty eight straight minutes, you don't have anything to say. There's that forty nine. That is forty nine. I've used them all. I all my words <laughs> have been used. I'm done. Damn. <laughs> It's up. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank uh, you for right. listening. If you're listening, um, we'll catch you thank on the you. next episode. Oh, thank you for listening because <laughs> if you weren't, didn't listen to this, then we couldn't do this. And now we just are so appreciative and we love yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Peace.